This is Guardy with Clear Life Combat. Today I get to talk to Jacob Landon out of House of Jiu-Jitsu in San Antonio, Texas. I'm a professional MMA fighter, Jiu-Jitsu black belt. I'll be competing tomorrow at the uh, Combat Sports Coverage uh, Super Fight uh, event. Uh, I'm going to be uh, running on in the uh, Team uh, Carlson Gracie, um, the three-man duel uh, cash bracket. Awesome. And the goal there is, hey, take some cash, take it and run, go back home and keep training, right? Yeah, grab some subs, you know, um, have a good time on the mat uh, with some really high-level guys, you know, take some cash back home, you know, to the gym. Mm-hmm. Have you met any of the guys on Team Carlson Gracie before? Have you ever trained with them? We haven't uh, had any mat time together, you know, just uh, online um, friendships. So we're going to get together later on today, get some time on the mats, and um should be a good time. How often is that? Is that the case? You know, in, in MMA and the community and the jiu-jitsu community, you make a lot of, like, online acquaintances, and then, you know, you kind of get to put a, a face with them and meet them in person. Does that happen often to you? Uh, yeah, man. As you start fighting more high level, I mean, it's important to cross-train a lot, especially being a black belt traveling around. It's important to, um, at least I think, like, in my anytime I travel somewhere, I mean, somewhat far. I mean, you should take a gi with you. You should take some shorts with you. You never know who you're going to get to train with, you know. So I think making connections is, is important and supporting, and supporting other gyms and whatnot, you know, outside of your city. Following them, you know, seeing what they're doing mm-hmm. um, comes in handy when it comes time to travel, uh, get some cross-training in somewhere else. Uh, and then things like this, you know, I was uh, I was supposed to have a, a super belt, sorry, a super belt, a super fight, uh, title fight, and I uh, dropped out. My opponent dropped out. And uh, just through some online, you know, acquaintances, I was able to jump into this three-man team. So it's pretty awesome, you know, it worked out that way. How does that approach change for you when you're preparing for the super fight and now it's going to be more of a, a team aspect? Um, no real change in preparation, you know, especially even fighting MMA or, or uh, you know, whether it's a boxing fight. Um, you, it's, I'm not really into, like, you know, um, training to pre- prepare for one specific thing or the other i think getting in shapes important you know being on a weight's important getting your your rounds in are, are important so as long as i've done all those things i mean it should just be uh just uh, a different uh, i don't know different experience but the preparation is pretty much the same i think yeah just it's a it's a day at the office put the work in and, and let the results come out yeah yeah something like that yeah <laughs> So you're based in San Antonio. What all do you have going on over there? So I have an academy downtown, uh, downtown San Antonio. Uh, we open, we're about seven months running now, House of Jiu-Jitsu. Um, we are real close to the courthouse. We're close to police headquarters downtown. We're in the Southtown kind of arts district area. Um, it's really exciting, man. we got a really big facility, you know, 14,000 square feet. Wow. Two stories, you know, uh, Huge lobby, podcast room, you know, um, huge parking lots for events. Um, it's a real awesome thing that we're putting together for the community here. Um, and uh, that's pretty much where 98% of my time is. The rest is here, you know, at home with the family. I got a, a baby girl here. It keeps me pretty busy. Now, you mentioned it's called House of Jiu-Jitsu, which I really like the name. It's 14,000 square feet. I feel like it could be called like Mansion of Jiu-Jitsu. That's massive. That's massive. How did that even, uh, I guess, come to be with such a big facility? Um, well, 
you know, it was a dream of mine. I, I opened the, a, the gym up probably about a mile or so from where neighborhood I grew up in. I grew up just south of downtown. So it was always a dream of mine to open a, a, a gym up. And the uh, amount of impact that I want to have on the city, on the jiu-jitsu community, on the fight community. Uh, I mean, we have, um, we've been open seven months. I have a, a group of MMA fighters ranging from like 18 years old to about 24. Uh, I have 10 of them scheduled to fight in the next, uh, in, I don't know, 45 days or so. You know, so uh, being able to provide an, an opportunity for these guys to, you know, build a future for themselves. I think I had to um, take on a burden and take on a risk almost, you know, to mm -hmm. open a place that size um, to have the impact that I wanted. You know, I didn't want to just get a quick, um, a quick, um, I don't know, the, the quickest spot I could find, the cheapest spot I could find, the quickest way to open. I wanted to, you know, roll the dice and open up big. That way the impact could be big. Uh, and it seems to be paying off. You know, the community's responding well. You know, people are coming in to train. The fight team's doing awesome. So when, you know, me and my professors sat down talking about opening a gym, um, we did it together um, as far as, you know, we'd have meetings monthly. Um, we checked out some spots. And honestly, this was the first place on the list. And when I walked in, I was like, man, I'm immediately the biggest gym in, in San Antonio, Texas right now. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, let's do it. So, you know, put my name on the line and we're just off to the races, you know? Mm -hmm. Was there anything like that whenever you were coming up? You said you grew up right down, not too far from there, right? Or was there? No, I mean, I did grow up doing karate. But back then it was more like, you know, uh, our sensei was in his garage of his house type of deal. And, you know, it was three times a week. Uh, I think it was pretty expensive too, but I don't recall. But, you know, I grew up doing karate myself. Other than that, it was CYO sports, you know, baseball, basketball. Every season I was doing something, usually related with the church because it was, you know, either free or a little bit cheaper, you know, to the parish members. So it was usually sports, and I did grow up uh, doing some karate also. But mm -hmm. nothing really, um, you know, it was kind of like go outside and then come back before the lights, the street lights were on type of deal. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I'm able to to build something that you know people can come and train and 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 i don't know learn some good you know life skills and burn off some energy for the kiddos and in a healthy you know safe environment you mentioned starting off with karate when did that transition into jujitsu or mma i did not start mma uh even jujitsu training so i was maybe 24 years old already uh, i played college football i wrestled a little in college I was pretty mediocre at both, um, but I was good enough, you know, to go to college. Um, I just happened to meet, uh, you know, one of our coaches uh, there in my academy. His name's Coach David. Um, I happened to uh, be helping a buddy move, and there were some guys doing jiu-jitsu, you know, in the garage next door. I was probably 23 or 24 years old, maybe. And when I was done with playing football, um, I was just kind of back home living, starting a life. And... Uh, you know, the guy invited me to come and roll with him. You know, I think I had a wrestling shirt on or something. And I showed up and, you know, this guy strangled me. And I was instantly in love, you know. So I didn't even find jiu-jitsu. It was just by chance. And, you know, it was, I don't know, it was a perfect timing, you know, that I needed it in my life. And I never, I kind of never looked back. I've kind of been a, a jiu-jitsu six-a-day-a-week kind of guy ever since, you know, I don't know, 11 years straight now. 
Wow. Okay. And then what made you decide I w- you wanted to fight, you know, as well and pursue MMA? Uh, I think, you know, getting in the gym, being a, a little bit bigger of a guy and someone that wrestled before, they kind of looked like, hey, man, you want to help these guys got fights coming in. You want to just hold this guy down for two rounds? I'm like, cool, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. So I was just kind of that guy, the guy that would just kind of hold people down. And I didn't know how to punch. I didn't know how to not a lick, man. I was the worst fighter you've ever seen. And uh, somehow, I don't know, about six to nine months later, the coach is like, hey, there's an opportunity to jump on a card. And I'm like, oh, sure, you know. And, you know, they had, they had confidence that I could, you know, go out there and win the fight. So that instant, I guess, I became an MMA fighter, and then the training was just a little different. It was still jiu-jitsu every day, but, you know, it was just that extra striking afterwards. Training went from, you know, an hour a day to now three hours a day. You know, where has, where has fighting taken you? Like, whenever you first started, I guess, what kind of cards were you competing on, and what are you doing now? Uh, first card uh, was a, man, who did I fight for? Premier Combat Group. They were a smaller organization out of San Antonio. Um, I fought, you know, uh, Cowboys Dance Hall. That was also where I made my pro debut with Fury uh, FC. Um, but I'm a professional boxer also, man. I fought at you know, flea markets. I've fought at, uh, I've boxed professionally in the Alamo Dome here in San Antonio. Uh, my last two Bellator fights uh, were both at the Windstar Casino. It's a cool place to, to fight at, cool venue. Uh, where else, man? Uh, I've had, I boxed uh, for PBC Boxing, man. That was out in Brooklyn. At the uh, Barclays Center, that one was a, was a, a trip. Man. Uh, it's cold, eighteen degrees, twelve degrees, something like that out there in Brooklyn. Uh, that was an awesome trip too, man. Boxing for PBC, um, and then jujitsu, man. Just training around, man. I've gone and visited some pretty cool academies around. And one of my favorites, uh, my buddy Carlos Gomez out in LA, he's got an awesome academy downtown. Um, so, man, I don't know where I'd be without jujitsu, but. I've, definitely wouldn't have been to any of those places yeah fighting locally to fighting where the nets play is a pretty you know surreal experience you know being a kid and and growing up and i guess like opening a gym that you i mean in a way do you wish that that gym was there whenever you were a kid or things like that were available Uh, i don't know man who who knows kind of the what if game a little bit right kids i do know now that there's kids these days, man. There's some 17-year-old, 16-year-old kids out there that could, I'm a jiu-jitsu black belt that would give me a run for my money or or maybe break one of my limbs off, you know? Yeah. So I do know that the ceiling is so much higher now because uh, facilities, not only like mine, but, you know, all the gyms around the city and the different parts of the town are there now. I know that my ceiling, whatever my ceiling is, it's like my young kids that we got now, my 18-year-old, 19-year-old fighters, man, they're going to be, leaps and pounds you know where wherever i ended that's going to be like they're just getting warm you know so i do know that um the facilities um the lifestyle the culture that that the uh, jiu-jitsu community is now has um in general all around the city especially i think man the, the talent level is going to be uh, ridiculous yeah you said you had quite a few guys that have some some fights coming up and on your social media it looked like uh, there were some pictures, and there was a one, one of your guys was fighting for Fury, and um, 
Uh, do you have any guys on that? I think it's March 27th. There's a card. Not, that one's in Houston. Is any of your guys on that? Uh, the, the 22nd is actually a card in San Antonio, I believe. I actually have six guys on that card. Okay. Six amateurs, of which um, uh, a combined record, uh, three. They're probably, I believe the combined record is eight and one my guys mm -hmm. so we have six of them on that card all amateurs uh i have uh yeah six guys on that card you know speaking of like long-term goals like i guess what's the the goal for your career and then what what goals do you have for your gym as well man the goals have kind of switched a little bit you know from being you know a, a world champion I, when i signed with bellator of course I wanted to make a run and, and get my name known as someone up in the roster, you know, that an active fighter on the roster. And of course, try to fight for a belt one day. But now these guys, man, that I have, you know, their goals have, have definitely switched a little bit. Um, they deserve, man, they deserve uh, a coach that's going to give their all and not going to take time off, you know, for his own camps. So even getting ready for like this event here, you know, these guys, you know, basically always come first. To me, anyways, um, I feel like uh, if I if I give that to these guys, um, whether they they stay with me forever, they stay with me a year, they stay with me six months, if I have an impact on them man, and they can provide for their family one day, I think um, the goal now is a little driven more towards that, and also using that that academy to really make an impact on the city. And I'd love to um, help out as many people as I can. Um, but to give a lot, you have to have a lot. You know, to have a lot, you have to go get a lot. So I, I got a lot I got to go get right now. So, uh, you know, I got to, uh, when I do compete, I need to bring, you know, my A game to show, you know, what the skill level is at my academy. And then when it's time to coach, like, I have to give these guys my all. So uh, I think the, the goal is a little more uh, towards getting these guys towards uh, where they want to be. Uh, now, if a big fight comes along, I would take it to the team and be like, hey, guys, what do y'all think? Because they would be involved getting me ready for that fight. And I would lean on them a whole bunch. I would just be another guy on the team at that point. Um, but I, I tell them all the time, like, our fight team that we have, it's their team. It's not my team, you know. So if a fight opportunity was to come, I'd have to take that to the team, you know, see what they think about it. Um, even though you know, I'm basically the, uh, you know, the, the head of the team and the pro fighter, I have a stable of amateurs. Uh, I still think it's their team. So the goals right now is to get these guys, uh, let the world know because some of these, I'm telling some of these guys are going to be names to watch in the future. Can we talk a little bit about about growing up in San Antonio? You know, as a kid, anytime you know my parents, we'd go somewhere. We always went to San Antonio. That that was like our vacation spot, and we'd stay at like the La Quinta or something, or do the River Walk and all that. It was just such a, a beautiful city, and I, I you know I need to go back up there and visit and and hopefully check out House of Jiu Jitsu. But um, what was it like for you growing up? Man, growing up, it was it was awesome. Man, I spent a lot of time with my grand my grandpa. He was kind of like you know, I guess. Mexican daycares, you know, just stay with your grandparents. Mm -hmm. um, it was awesome, man. Uh, you know, my, uh, my stepdaughter right now goes to the same elementary school that I went to um, here on the south side of town. And uh, there's a lot of good memories, man. A lot of sports, you know, a lot of church activities. Um, 
I remember going downtown a lot, you know, riding the bus with my grandpa. Um, so a lot of the memories are good, man. A lot of the memories uh, um, that I have with downtown specifically are, are awesome because downtown was kind of like a treat. Like, hey, we're going to go ride the bus and go shopping you know, downtown. We're going to go jump on the bus and we're going to go eat downtown. So opening my gym uh, down here, it has a special meaning to me. I, I, the same road that I drive every day, you know, to get to the gym, South Florida Street, the same gym, you know, we would take, ride the bus up to get to downtown. And uh, so it kind of brings back some, some cool memories, man. Um, downtown's an awesome city, and to see what they're doing with um, a lot of the, the area around the Riverwalk and, and the, the small creeks breaking off of the Riverwalk, the, the revitalization of Cornell in there, it's pretty awesome to see. Very cool. Yeah, I need to go back. I need to get back over there and check it out. So just a reminder, combat sports coverage tomorrow is having a bunch of super fights. There's going to be some title fights. There's going to be some cash brackets. And Jacob's going to be competing on Team Carlson Gracie. That's going to be on Flow Grappling, so you can watch it from anywhere. Or you can also attend if you are in the Houston area as well. Is there anything else that you would like to share today? No, guys. I mean, uh, if you have an opportunity, come and stop by, you know, the uh, – social media that the academy has you know, house house of jiu-jitsu on facebook house of jiu-jitsu on instagram and just take a look at you know what we have you know if we ever in the the area we are literally right next door to a holiday inn hotel come and stop by and we would love to be a trancation for you, you know, great food in the area fiesta is about to start it's going to be a big party downtown and our gym's literally right smack in the middle of it so come and do some jiu-jitsu come and see the city and, you know, uh, I really want to let the jiu-jitsu community know that my doors are open, you know, for everybody. Our open mats are awesome on Sundays. We have, you know, five, six, seven academies in present during those things. And, and uh, I feel we keep growing the community. The talent levels are going to be so sky high. Mm-hmm. So if you have the opportunity, just stop by, um, check us out, and um, come visit sometime. Get some rolls, guys. Thank you so much again. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow. It's going to be a good one. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.